Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Stephen Deusman. I am your host, and I am also the founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com. That is a website on the Internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. Yesterday was another day that conveniently dropped a bunch of news in my lap, so why don't we talk about it? Um, Ultimately, it's about delays. So, in the video game space... um, it is not uncommon for video games to get announced, have a delay or have a uh, a release date given, and then the game gets pushed out. In fact, it's becoming more and more common, especially as uh, games are punished for coming out incomplete, um, or as you know, workers are you know the, the poor working conditions for developers are you know more obvious and they're they're talked about more. So. The idea of delaying a game for a month to avoid forcing people to work 100-hour weeks is more likely. Um, Yesterday, two high-profile games being published by Square Enix were pushed back. And honestly, two of them were games that we talked extensively about last year, especially during E3. So uh, I'll talk about them one at a time. The first one is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's originally slated to come out in March, I believe March 3rd, uh, which is less than two months from now. And uh, yesterday they announced that it's being delayed to April 10th, which is a little bit more than a month, right? Uh, but it is, uh, and so I heard some rumblings like, how is that enough time to make a difference? If you think about the fact that they, even if they don't crunch super hard, Everyone is going to be responsible for working overtime. That's how this works. Um, Generously saying that they're only forcing their employees to work 50 hours a week, which is very likely that they will work more. At 250 employees, if you think about the number of hours per week that that turns into, um, that is thousands of additional man hours. So even the addition of an extra month, can make a lot of difference when you're looking at project management timelines, especially when you're looking at things like polish. Because that's one of the things they talked about with Final Fantasy VII, is they talked about polish. And so polish on a video game are, you know, some of them are a laundry list of smaller bugs or smaller imperfections, graphical glitches, um, and additional passes at things like writing and menus and little things that crop up. You know, throughout the project, people are reporting bugs, they're reporting problems, and they're added to these large master lists. And then they are kind of farmed out to smaller teams or individuals to try and get them fixed. And eventually, some things are just like, you know what, this is going to take six man hours to fix. We can't fix it. We don't have enough time. Um, you know, they'll, And they have to make those decisions. Even a month makes a significant difference. With that said, um, this is a pretty big deal because, um, and I can't imagine that this move was made lightly, and, and this is why, right? It's only a month, but it's a significant month. A lot of us are living in the new year right now, right now. You know, it's it's January for us, so new year, new us, etc. That's not how it works for most companies. The fiscal year for Square Enix runs from April 1st until the end of March. 
So this, and, and they report to their investors, to uh, their board of directors, et cetera. They balance their books on an annual basis, assuming that they're going to be paying to operate, knowing that at the end of a given fiscal year, or at least at the end of this fiscal year, they had been operating under the assumption that Final Fantasy VII Remake was going to come out and that they were going to have this influx of cash, right? And obviously there was, there's a little bit more to it, but they were counting on Final Fantasy VII's release date being at the beginning of the last month of their fiscal year and having a month's worth of revenue for that game. So by the time they true everything up after April 1st, it'll, it'll even it out. They're going to have to post a loss now because they moved the game from this fiscal year into next fiscal year. And you might say to yourself, oh, well, that's not a big deal. You know, it's still the same company. Um, you're right, but companies don't get to operate the same way as families do, right? You know, for us, you know, as long as we pay all our operating costs, even if we operate, you know, even if we take a bit of a loss at the end of one month, we can make it up the next month, et cetera, right? Companies don't have that same luxury. Now, I'm not a business expert, but I do know that they don't have that luxury. They have to deal with everything year by year, and if they take a loss on a year, they take a loss on a year, and they have to report it. So this move is actually pretty significant for them, and I don't think they would have done it unless there was a serious problem. could very well have been that as they were getting ready, someone that was in bug testing or someone that was on the development team, I mean, when you have thousands of people or hundreds of people, I don't even know the size of their team, to be honest. But even if even one person stumbles across a bug that could be game-breaking or that is, you know, they, they may implement a feature that breaks everything else, right? That happens a lot with um, game development. So they um, made this change, and it has significant impact for them. I wish them the best of luck. And uh, for us, consumers, this is a good thing. Absolutely a good thing. I know there are a lot of people that were angry yesterday. Uh, the Internet was ablaze. Um, there are a lot of people that are worried, and I think that that's fair. However, there is no such thing as a bad – there's no such thing as a bad delay. Um, every game that has ever been delayed has been better for it. Now – there are games that have been delayed that still came out and weren't finished, and that's okay. But if a game is delayed, they wouldn't do it for no reason. So let's let's just hunker down. We'll play Final Fantasy VII Remake a little bit later, and you know everything will be fine. I mean, it gives us a little bit more time to play Dragon Ball Kakarot, I guess. Um, so the second delay is another Square Enix game, and I think that's a theme that you know we'll talk about in a moment. So Marvel's Avengers which is a Square Enix game being, uh, it's being published by Square Enix, being developed by Crystal Dynamics. They're the folks that made the last three uh, Tomb Raider games. And they have a long history of third-person action-adventure games. This game was originally announced for May, and it has been delayed to September 4th of this year. That is a significant move. But interestingly enough, it doesn't have as much of an impact on Square Enix as the, the Final Fantasy VII delay that was only a handful of weeks. And ultimately it comes down to the fact that it's because the game was, is being released inside 
the same fiscal year. Now, that is a long time. Going from May to September is four months, right? That's a lot of man hours. That's a lot of time. <laughs> that is all. Um, you know, this really gives them an opportunity to, uh, in this case, this isn't just polish. This is implementing new systems. This is making some pretty significant updates. Now, another thing is, um, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake is not a living game. That game was going to come out. Obviously, it was going to get some updates, but they were eventually going to move. They were going to move directly on to Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two or whatever they're going to call it, right? Because the remakes for Final Fantasy VII are designed to be, you know, kind of episodic, but there's multiple parts to that Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the, and the later parts aren't even in development yet. Or if they are, they're in very early pre-production development, right? So, but the difference is Marvel's Avengers is intended to be a living game. This is intended to be like a Destiny or a Division or at the very least like uh, a Rainbow Six Siege where regular content drops of new heroes, free characters, new cosmetics, etc., so by delaying this game, <coughs> not only <coughs> do they get to put in a significant amount of work on the main game, but they also get to put in time on content that's going to come out later, right? Which I'm sure they already have some teams working on. Because if you want to have a regular drip of new heroes and new missions, etc., you gotta you got to start working on that. So uh, moving... Marvel's Avengers into September, I think that serves two purposes. One, they, Square Enix does not need to put two of their big tentpole 2020 releases within a month of each other. They just don't. It's not a good idea. It affects marketing. There is going to be an overlap between people who want to play both of those games. Maybe not a huge overlap, but even anecdotally, I know plenty of people that were planning on playing both of those games. And putting them right next to each other kind of forces people to choose. The fact that they are um, April and September, you don't have to choose. You, you could play them both easily within a given year. Most people could, right? You'll be able to finish Final Fantasy VII, assuming you want to finish it, before The Avengers comes out. So I, I think that's certainly relevant. Um, it certainly impacts the marketing, um, and it gives them, it gives both of those games room to breathe, and I think that's really important. Um, but man, Square Enix, as a publisher, they need to adopt a new project management methodology because they are, uh, I mean, just look at Final Fantasy XV and Kingdom Hearts III. I mean, Kingdom Hearts III was one of our favorite games of last year. Um, but a lot of that was just based on the, the power of what that game had in it. But it was unfinished. And same thing with Final Fantasy XV. That game needed another couple of years, and both of those video games were in production for a decade. And when we look at what companies are able to do with a you know, significant amount of development, look what Nintendo does with, you know, did with Breath of the Wild, right? Like, there's a lot... That you, there's a certain level of expectation when you put a decade's worth of work into 
And Square Enix really hasn't been able to capitalize on that. Um, you know, and it ultimately comes down to production. It's not that they don't have great ideas. It's not that they don't have talented people. They do, in both regards. It's that for whatever reason, the project management piece seems to fall by the wayside because they miss deadlines, they end up having to delay games, and ultimately they end up having to release unfinished games. And I really hope that these two titles um, are, and what's happening with them, that is them kind of writing the ship, I hope. So that's the news. Two delays. Again, I'm excited for these delays. That just means these games are going to be better when they come out. And both of them are games that I'm excited about. I'm not the biggest Final Fantasy VII fan in the world, but Final Fantasy VII Remake looks cool, and I can't wait to see what happens with it. So, uh, everybody, I hope you have a great day. Um, I will be back soon with whatever other surprise video game news gets dropped. And um, until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now.